1: What's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1? Bed, Bath, and Beyond is the latest
0: major retail chain to file bankruptcy. So they have 360 stores and 120 of their Bye Bye Baby stores. They're open for now. They say stores will stop accepting coupons Wednesday and no longer accept gift cards after May 8th. So if you've got any of that sitting around, you TikTok, better use them. Um, yeah, they uh, Bed Bath and Beyond has seen a steady decline in their sales. Um, so this is their—they tried to hold on, but this was their last pit, pit, pitch. Yeah, what
2: happened? Are you sad? Were you a Bed Bath and Beyond customer?
0: I do go like I would say once a year. We're kind of coming up on Bed Bath and Beyond season. <laughs>
2: What is bed,
3: bath, and beyond? You know, like the
0: spring cleaning and all of a sudden you're like, let's get some fresh sheets. Or I don't know, like just all of a sudden that suddenly gets on the radar. You know, you're you're like boxing stuff up. You're looking for storage containers or you're looking for, you know, some cleaning items, stuff like that. I mean, it's just this is usually the time of year when we go. I don't know why April, May is always that. So when I saw this, I was like, but no.
2: Is this, this is hitting, when I'm
0: going to
2: go. <laughs> and it's hitting party especially hard since party just became aware that there's one right there on 72nd and center. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I mean,
3: I live, I always that go the FOMO's one Village gotta Point. has got to be hitting you hard. Village Point is the one I, and I, you know, I rarely see people in there, to be honest with you, at the Village Point one.
2: Well, I had noticed they'd gone to self-checkout within the last year. Have they really? Which was weird, so that, that must have been the signs that they were struggling. But it was, um, it was goofy, like the self-checkouts didn't work a lot of times. So it took oh, that's... a human to come over and help you. Yeah. I'm like this isn't very efficient. It's taking two humans to figure out how to yeah. make a self checkout work.
3: That's not yeah. efficient. <laughs> so
0: Well, there have been all sorts of these weird stories, like, you know, that there was talk about like them sort of they did they turn down the um air conditioning? You know, yeah. that was like over the summer where We're they're like, what's going on to try to stuff? save money? They turned down the air conditioning. People are like, it is so hot in here. Oh man, It is that July. And everyone's hanging
2: out in the fan section. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, um, this is from Fox News. Bank of America analysts visited a Bed Bath & Beyond stores and reported that their air conditioning has been turned down to make up for lost revenue. Imagine having to work no. in July in Bed Bath & Beyond. It's not like you're opening a window.
3: Like you're Turned just down a- for what? <laughs> I know. Maybe that's what they figured.
0: I think that that was sort of the one of the one of the calls to like this
3: doesn't this doesn't look good. But it doesn't. We don't know if it affects Bye Bye Baby yet. Oh, it's it would, It's all part bye of Bye it. Bye Baby. Yeah, yeah. That's Bye Bye
2: uh, Bye Bye Baby.
3: They're
0: including <laughs> them as part of the um, a pending close. Are closing. they really? Yeah. So okay. three hundred and sixty. Bed, bath, and beyond, and then 120 bye bye babies.
3: We weren't so, even
2: aware of Bye Bye Baby.
3: I know where it's at. It's uh, over there on, off L Street, kind of across the street from, from the house. Um, I've never been into Bye Bye Baby. Um, I don't know really what to get. You I don't go bye-bye. to a lot of baby showers. No. Yeah, I, don't. I was going to say,
0: baby showers are usually where you've gone, like they'll have their registry there and you're picking up a bunch of stuff.
3: You know what? I um, lied. I lied. I I have gone for... Uh, I'm a godfather to Eva, Tim's baby. It was her birthday, so Wiley and I went in there. And you know what? It's the same type of uh, directional thing, now that I remember. I, I never knew there they it's were... One-way circle? Design. Yeah, same thing. You gotta jump on that loop. Yeah, okay. Bye, the bye, only baby. way out is
0: through. They're like, keep going. No turning back. Like, I missed... That's why you really gotta take your time, because it is hard to... If you suddenly rethink a purchase you want to make, and you got to backtrack, it's a real, it's a real hassle. I mean, just yeah. in, their next, in, their, in their next, in their, in next a development, maybe a different store. Layout. Do you remember
2: the Anne Margaret Bye Bye Birdie? No, I don't think I saw that. Was All that right. an old movie? Yes, it was like an iconic. Remember? You
3: don't remember Anne Margaret? the I hot remember, Redhead. I remember Anne Margaret. Yeah, I just yeah. don't remember the. Maybe I did see it.
0: Well, it looks as though uh, people in modern dating are having less casual hookups uh, for different reasons. It's interesting. So there's this research that's coming out that says that casual sex has steadily decreased in recent years. And it's not the pandemic's fault anymore that these are just going to stick standards. But it probably
2: started the habit, right? Habits were formed. When you were stuck Mm -hmm. in your house, how are you going to hook up? Yeah, is it is it because of porn or something?
0: Well, or? no. They're saying guys, guys that were surveyed said that living at home with their parents and playing video games ranked as some of the reasons why they're not why they're having less sex.
2: Okay. Well, there's a duh. And
0: yeah. then for women,
2: <laughs> I mean, if you live with your parents, how are you going to hook up? I know. In the backyard, I mom. <laughs> Stay out of my room. Right. Yeah. In the car. Does your not little friend know.
0: want breakfast this morning? Oh, oh my God. You're like, I'm going to die a million, a million times. Does your little
2: slut friend (laughs) want to come up for breakfast? I keep thinking
0: of Carol. (laughs) Angry vacuuming. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess on the other end of the spectrum, women, it's less about living with your parents or video games. It's um, lower alcohol consumption. All right. Things like uh, Dry January and the Sober Curious movement is making things like, eh, like women, you know, more likely to express regret after a one night stand than men.
2: What well, seems apparently. like these kids hook up more too, meaning they hook up and they stay together. Yes, yeah. they couple up very quickly. Yep, it's like there's Steve's first girlfriend. Yeah, they. Next, you know, they're living together. I mean, it's very traditional. It's like our grandparents, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what you did. You were, I think you're pretty. Do you want to get married? I sure would like to kiss you. I'm going to take a knee.
3: Very sweet. Very exciting. That first kiss to someone you're digging.
2: We came from the generation of like, remember the moms would be like, why buy the cow when the milk's free? Remember those (laughs) statements? Yes.
3: (laughs) Wait. Next why buy the milk why buy the cow i mean the cow yeah you're like ouch (laughs) you have hurt me
0: today uh a a, a find at a goodwill is turning out to be a historical treasure that's headed back to germany this woman in 2018 bought um like a little statues statue bust 35 bucks a goodwill turns out It's an ancient Roman marble bust from, like, 2,000 years ago.
2: Wow, at the Goodwill.
0: At the Goodwill. And it was just one of those things where she bought it back in 2018, and then I guess most recently, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, I'm going to take this in, you know, how they always have that, like... Antique roadshow. Exactly. And it turns out that this is a 2,000-year-old piece that once belonged to a Bavarian king... And art lawyers say that it's probably worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. And what? somebody
2: probably stole it during World War II, right? Like a soldier took it home? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. They say it's likely it made its way to the U.S. after World War II. And somebody, you know, decided to,
3: zoinks. And ended up at a, at a goodwill.
0: Yeah. And in Austin. So she's, she's returning it. I'm like, I hope that they're not just being like, here is your $35 refunded. Like, what do I, we
2: think it's worth?
0: Um, they're, uh, they Several say hundreds of thousands of dollars.
3: That's amazing.
0: I mean, you see this bust, and it is something where it's like this is I, either the real deal or yeah, like just some fun, goofy kind of like you saw this, and you'd be like, "Well, that'd be an interesting thing for my coffee table."
2: Yeah, because you assume it's at Goodwill, so you are like, yeah. "Oh, this isn't the real thing." Mm-hmm. How would any of us have have an eye for that, right? No, for, I mean, I don't know f- if I would ever buy it if I saw
3: it at, at, at a Goodwill. Put it Austin in the backyard. Goodwill Cuddle Cove. I guess it could.
2: It could fit back there and it's some roman general like how cool is that
0: dun, 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 dun. she says it's a it's been bittersweet but she's a little in denial but she does plan on visiting him in germany because she's i guess had it for a couple years when and you now look at the photograph
2: kind of, kind of like, where it used to be back in uh, germany it's like oh my god yeah like in its natural setting it's in a, like a hall in the 30s
0: yeah gorgeous like it's like one of those things where it's like in a it's in a palace i mean and then all of a sudden you're picking it up at goodwill
2: a bunch of german generals (laughs) stood in front of it at one point the disgust carving up europe then it turns into a wig holder now it's in the back seat (laughs)
0: right you picked it up along with that crazy halloween costume that you go to goodwill once a year to pick out you're like huh this looks kind of funny I i to take this guy with me
3: too.
2: Yeah, was it a wig holder wow. at one
3: point? <laughs> I'm guessing it was, right? That's the only thing I could oh, God. or a hat
2: holder, right? So I guess Just there's no one at the goodwill there. that assesses their stuff when it comes in the door. Not oh, like they like probably that. don't have no. time. Now yeah. they they I think they keep
3: um the keep what they want, you know, and sell the rest. Yeah, Apparently I think this like wasn't, if- you know, or, in their minds not worth the cash.
0: I mean, it's just bizarre that this is, you know, now, but it it's making its way back home. That's it's good. pretty cool looking, but it's crazy. She's got a picture of it, and it is uh, strapped into her car when she bought it, and it has a Goodwill price tag on its cheek. Like, I'm sure some, like, art historian just is screaming, you know? It's like this yellow, like, tag just on there, like, yep, oh, yellow tags are 50% off today. <laughs> So, something to consider. Uh, A giant animatronic dragon caught fire Saturday night at Disneyland.
3: This thing just blows fire, right? (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, it was, like, supposed to be part of this, like, Maleficent dragon, you know, a whole extravaganza. It's like this show.
2: At night. So, you're there, and everyone's filming it, and it's blowing fire, and then it just kind of gets out of control and lights itself on fire. (sighs) It looked pretty cool footage, though, right?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're watching it. You're like, is this part of the show? Until you see emergency teams putting out the fire, in which case you realize, like, no, I don't think a whole dragon's body is supposed to be engulfed like that. Nobody was reported injured. It was just more of like, wow, what a spectacle. I mean, definitely don't see stuff like that every day. About a forty-five fire at Disneyland, foot Disneyland, yeah. yeah, forty-five foot tall. Dragon, It's a
3: dragon.
2: Now, I go to their website, and it says celebrate 100 years of Disney at Disneyland Resorts. This is the one in Anaheim.
3: 100 Uh years? I guess. 100 years.
2: It's the Disney 100 is right now. 1923 to 2023. Disney 100.
0: Yeah, it's the centennial. They're making a big... I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. They brought out new merchandise. For people that are, like, diehard Disney fans, this is, like, a destination this year to go and celebrate.
3: For the diehard, it's a destination every year to go. And yeah. now you can see flaming dragon. Have you ever been? No, I don't think I have been, Jeff. I, I went to
2: the one in Florida when I, I was a kid. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's amazing. God, as a kid, I'm sure you do it's do the Pirates of amazing. the Caribbean and all that stuff.
3: It's amazing. I would love to be a uh, Goofy. If there's a character, you could be
2: there... I think goofy. is he a person
0: is he a dog what is he that kind of thing yeah
2: yeah I just remember not being tall enough to ride on the on space mountain and crying <laughs> oh and then having to watch my brother and cousins all go up on space mountain as I was walking backwards and I I walked into a, a cement hole I remember seeing stars <laughs> and just like wailing <laughs> like having the vivid memory of a kid when you're having that blowout moment yeah yeah when you're you can't cry hard enough uh, uh, like you my whole world watch. came apart. Yeah, you don't get to go on the ride, and now I hit my head hard.
3: Sounds like that sounds like you need to go back and relive the Space Mountain thing. Go back and recapture the mountain. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Hang on.
1: You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. to the big party
3: morning show on channel 94.1 it was fun watching the spring game this weekend nebraska spring game watched the whole dang thing white was the winner
2: yeah white won over the red which isn't that a very spring theme white yeah oh, I white guess is spring
3: yes it is put away your dark colors
2: and when's the cutoff when do you have to stop wearing white
0: uh, that's usually Labor Day. Like, it's like from Memorial Day to Labor Day, it's considered verboten.
2: Is but it I, really? and sw- police.
3: <laughs> verboten.
0: I can't. I wouldn't. You shouldn't. Because then there's like winter white, which is like the end, like supposed to be sort of the end around where okay. it's like, well, this is winter white, where it's like, I don't know, a different
3: hue. I mean. So
2: the Husker spring game was very spring. It was. All white. Yeah, it was. And no scoring in the second half. (laughs) Like we're used to. Right. (laughs) We readjusted. We made adjustments in the second half, and no one scored.
3: Yeah, no one scored. (laughs) And you don't even realize that you're just watching. You're so used to it. I watched the whole thing. I just sat there by myself and watched it. And it's just...
2: When it was over, did you cry?
3: No, I moved on to other teams because there's a lot of different spring practices. I'm really interested in this uh, Colorado team because that's the second um, game for us. The spring game is such a tease. Yeah.
2: Like, if you're a casual fan, you're like, you just got to watch a little bit of football, and then you got to wait till August. Yeah,
3: then you got to wait till August. Um, I did notice, I don't know if this is the rules now, um, but I did notice they did the XFL kickoff. Maybe it was just for this game. Okay. Um, and so what happens is they kick it and no one can, uh, and everyone's closer to the player, you know, the receiver, um, kickoff returner, and then no one can make even move until that ball is picked up to prevent, you know, people getting knocked out or, you know, hurt on a kickoff return. So I know they did, they did that, and they kept talking about it, you know. It's like, all right, it's just a spring game. So I don't know if that's the new thing or it's just during the spring game. I'm not even sure.
2: I assume like, it's know. probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, um,
3: and then... They, then the curse, I think, was lifted.
2: <laughs> um, Bringing they, they out Frankie Solich. saying yeah. that, yeah. We should have done it a long time ago. So Tom Osborne was our coach. I know. There was talk that they wanted. Uh, Tom Osborne had always promised Frankie Solich that when he retired, he'd give him the gig. Mm-hmm. So Tom was afraid that if he retired they wouldn't give it to Frank. So you remember he retired early. Yeah. yeah. Being a stand-up man that he is, Dr. Yes, Tom Osborne hands it to Frank. And Frank had like had the keys to the same program, and, and our standards were impossibly high. Who was it? That Peterson, Steve Peterson. Mm-hmm. And we let go of Frank. We we'll let him go. For greener pastures, and we know how that's led. Yeah, and ever so since. some people were like, it's a curse.
3: It's a curse. It's a 20-year curse. Now, remember when Scott Frost showed up, took over, because that was the last Husker coach that played for the Huskers. Remember, they that was the thought that he would lift the curse.
2: Well, then there was a so. lightning strike on his first game, and we didn't yes. get to play A.A. Kron. <laughs> yes. That was really That's the sign. That, that's not the curse. Ooh, A.A. Kron, you done screwed up now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> it's funny, because they interviewed or you know talked to um, Solich, and he had said, I think they had asked him if he put the curse on the Huskers, and he said he didn't. He said, "My family did, and I didn't. Maybe somebody else." What if did. he really
2: did though? Yes, Cuts to him, and he's got like chicken bones, in his, <laughs> and he's shaking a stick on it. It's I an curse idol.
0: You, I
3: curse you. <laughs>
0: he's got an altar in his basement. It's all coming to plan.
3: Yeah. Right? What? Every year he has to <laughs> recurse. They named a locker room after him, so which yes. is cool. And he said that it was funny because when he was coaching there, he was trying to get the uh, that was one of his main things get a new locker room. And he couldn't get it done. Okay. But now he's got it after him, so that's pretty nice.
2: I've know. told these guys the story, but that's I got great. to meet Frank Solich after it was named that he was on the way out. Mm-hmm. And so you know how awkward that is in Nebraska when you're a coach on the way out. Yeah. And I, I got to interview him for something non-football related. I'm like, I can't believe I get to do an interview with the coach and it's not about football. But he almost seemed relieved to not be talking about football. Probably. And he was the nicest guy in the world. Oh, I remember leaving feeling terrible. Like this guy's a good guy. He's retired now, right? And, and he, his wife was there, and his daughter. Remember, his daughter was oh, there. Yeah. Like they were, they were taking care of him, and there was like no one in the Husker offices. You know, because it was like dead man walking, yeah. right? <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> everyone else knew. Yeah, they interviewed him about retirement, and it was the saddest comment ever. Response: He's like, I sit there. At home, alone. I mean, it was, oh. i got kind of to find it. It was like, it was so real that that's what happens when you retire, you know. Um,
2: well, I think football coaches so, yeah. are like sharks, man. They can't stop swimming. That's what but, he yeah. is. You know, they're, that's a 24-hour, seven job of watching game film and all that stuff. He's got to learn how to fish like Dr. Tom Osborne. Like Tom goes and fishes. Damn. Yeah, you
0: got to kind of have a Pick fallback. Up. You something. do.
2: You do. But it is but that
0: it, that is something where it's like such a unique experience, and it's so immersive and intensive that it's probably hard to find something to replace that feeling.
2: Right. Well, you know? he, so Frank said, let's just say it's gone now. That's what he said about the fabled curse. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh. It's gone. He's dismantling the,
2: the <laughs> he's altar <a>, <laughs> in the man cave.
3: Right. Well, yeah, he's you know, <laughs> you know, then they, they presented him with the plaque and everything like that at halftime. And then the uh, third and fourth quarter goes down without a score. But a hell of a lot of fumbles. So is it lifted? We'll see. I you think only summer.
0: the <laughs> upcoming season will tell. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was think... day one. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It was fun, I think... though. I liked, I loved it. I just kind of hung out. You know, college football is – I just love college football. That's just my favorite. And do you like this yeah. Matt rule?
2: I do. Here's what I keep thinking. He looks like a coach. He does look like a coach. If you're just going to give him the eye test alone, Mm-hmm. he's got all the right feels. I like him.
3: I do. Um – so we'll see what, like you said, what happens. We still got a long way to go, man. It's only the end of April. Um, but, yeah, I do like the coach. I like uh, everything about it. I'm a Husker fan, so hopefully. I just want to beat Colorado now because I really don't care for Sanders. Uh, my my, my
2: sister-in-law used the term roulette. I oh, heard really? that yet. What is that? He's Matt Rule. Oh. So when you're all on board, <sighs> you're drinking the Ruleade.
3: Oh. oh. I, I know that.
2: party's already on the Ruleade. <laughs> he's you like might, I'm
0: going to get that on a t-shirt.
2: He's going to put a little tequila in there, but he's on the Ruleade. <laughs> I am definitely on the
3: Ruleade. I'm always on. Remember when I wanted to carry uh, Scott Frost's uh, playbook to the practices and all that? Remember when he slid down this the the Bannister or whatever at the thing. Oh, oh the cool was, days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking the All right. Molly's Mint's coming up next.
0: Matthew Perry is uh, walking back some comments and apologizing to Keanu Reeves.
1: You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. You're listening to The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, good
3: morning. Welcome to the show.
1: All kinds of
3: stuff. What's up, Molly?
1: Matthew Perry is uh, walking
0: back some stuff he wrote about Keanu Reeves in his memoir. Um, I guess the thing is, is that uh, he, at one point in the book references the fact that like oh all these great actors you know have passed on like river phoenix and um yeah, and heath ledger but yet people like keanu reeves still walk among us why would he say that that's
2: just I mean, snarky yeah it's kind of weird not but- even chandler would be that rude no well, yes rude he, he did um, have to write a book so you say jackass things to get a book Okay, all right, right. Friends,
0: yeah. lover, uh, friends, lovers, and the big terrible thing. This was the one that came out back in November, and it was really like a tell-all, and we all got to see like behind the curtain of his struggles with addiction and basically just you know life in um, Hollywood and all of this. But one of the things that he says is that I guess um, in new issues of the book, you know, because they'll do like a second printing, mm-hmm. there's not going to be any mention of that. They're taking that out.
3: Okay. And he's
0: like, I, I think he's like, I he lives on my block. I think I just plucked it out of the air. He's like, I should have just written myself. I should have just said Matthew Perry. You, you don't know? want
2: John Wick coming over.
0: That, no. no. It's
2: just a throwaway line. The line wouldn't be walks among us. So it would be like this person's gone, this person's gone, this person's gone. And we can't give we can't get Keanu Reeves in a helicopter. That used to be <laughs> the joke. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who do you yeah. think would want in a helicopter? Like, well, not,
0: well, Keanu's like a beloved, you know, he's like a nice guy. He's got a good, you know, he's got good reputation. I mean. I do not
2: love him. Well, that's probably why this would be a little bit of Hollywood jealousy. Don't you think a Matthew Perry could be a little jealous of like, that's the thing. Everybody likes Keanu. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's weird how just natural that guy is. I saw some photo of him sitting just outside on the street eating an ice cream cone. (laughs) I could relate. because That's what I like to do. Like, I feel seen.
0: (laughs) There's space in this world for all of us.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's just a normal dude. I don't know. I mean, I love Sylvester Stallone. That's the guy that I would just love to just eat ice cream with, right? But now Keanu's kind of moving into there, you know, he's just he is what you get. Oh, what if you were in that
2: friend circle and you can't be friends with both? Oh no. You find out those two hate each other.
3: Oh man.
0: Keanu all day long. Seriously. It just Uh, seems like he'd be more fun.
3: No, he doesn't. It just seems like he's just chill.
0: No, it seems like he'd want to have a a sincere connection with you.
3: Well, yeah. (laughs) Like he would really listen. (laughs) He would listen, all right.
0: (laughs) Take you for a ride on his motorcycle to go see the perfect sunset up Malibu.
3: See, Sylvester wouldn't do that with me. He wouldn't listen.
0: No. No. No you guys would just be talking at each other.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a conversation. You know, have you ever had those when you're talking to somebody and you're like, I can't believe I'm talking to this person? Yeah. Like, and you're trying to listen and you're actually saying words, but there's like a, you're outside of your own body being like, I can't believe we're talking to this person. In a bad way or
3: a good
0: way. No, like way. they're so cool.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, you're like, how am I having <laughs> this moment? Is Am I saying all the things yes. that I wanted to say? Yes,
2: you're kind of like... I, Observing yourself like, all right, stay cool, stay cool, stay cool. Yeah.
3: You know what I've been doing when I have conversations with people? You know, we're talking. I say to myself now, just shut up and listen. Just shut up and listen.
2: And then I start talking. Meaning you don't have to fill all the dead space with a comment.
3: Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe it's just years of radio or whatever. Oh, it is absolutely. For sure. I mean,
0: that would definitely be... Something, but no, I think Keanu Reeves would be one of those
3: really thoughtful. You're right. I'm moving on. Bye, Sly. Uh,
0: Bye, Brad Sly. Pitt is going to race in the upcoming British Grand Prix this summer.
3: He's a racer. I didn't know this. Well,
0: huh. he's going to be doing a movie. Oh, okay. And he's starring in F1 Apple movie with um, some other people, and he's going to get behind the real wheel of a race car to comp- to compete. And he's, the first he's going
2: against Lewis Hamilton, who's like the number one F1 guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton! So that's pretty exciting. So he must be able to drive. Yeah.
0: I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he was somebody... You know how you hear about those celebrities where they're like, oh, they love the track? Like, they're always, like they've got a race car and they're out at the track all the time. I mean, yeah. I just remember that being a thing for a while where they all kind of had... I mean, especially, like, any of the big names where it's like, who needs a boat or a plane? I'm going to have a race car, and I'm going to do laps all day long and well, just drive as fast.
2: They've got the money to own sports cars, yeah, right? That you really want to open them up, but you really can't, so they kind of want to get on a track and learn those skills. So you can yes. open it, but yeah, the adrenaline has got to
3: be insane to be going that fast. All right, 938-9400. All right, that's another show. just want to remind you guys, Don today won tickets to uh, Go See Ed Sheeran. A nice mid a week. We want to make your week too, all right. So make sure you tune in tomorrow morning between,
2: between seven and eight. Those are your opportunities to get tickets. Stay with us. We're also going to chat with the uh, UNO baseball coach tomorrow. Pretty cool. UNO plays Nebraska, the Huskers, um, at the Mavericks Field, Hal Anderson Field, right over there next to Baxter, right behind us. Yeah, and they're doing so if good. If you want to get out and see some baseball, if UNO beats Nebraska tomorrow. They'll win the three-game series. Yeah. First time ever, too, by the way. All
3: right, so stay with me we'll back.
1: You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1.
3: Good morning. Guys, you, instantly, you guys instantly got me thinking we should do a, somehow find some type of lost luggage or lost mail and open it up. Um, I think they're that company, lostluggage.com is someone who started that company, dude. Because I remember years ago, remember, they was like, you go to the warehouse in the warehouse. Someone must have made a business out of that because they wash everything and then they sell it.
2: It's kind of a goodwill.
3: It is kind and of a goodwill. And it's savvy will. now with a
2: website, unclimbedbaggage.com, uh, and you can go on and you can buy stuff. The nation's only retailer of lost luggage. Yeah. Um, they say they go. all bags go through an extensive three-month tracing process wow. to be reunited with their owner. You would think huh. in 2022, 2023, how does anyone, A, let your bag go if it got lost, how do they not connect it with you? We all are digital. Your bag has been scanned. Yes, I would imagine it would be pretty difficult. But that's why you you, know. it's insane now to not have your information in your luggage. Like yes. it should be somewhere in there. That card with your phone number, your email. Yeah, that's the you're thing.
3: right. You're right. Absolutely, because you could lose that out. Well. Most of those tags are on the outside anyway. But yeah, why not double it up?
2: Yeah, you're asking. They the tell problem. you to
3: put a little something in your yes. bag, you know. Oh, okay, um, never thought of they're that. They're like,
2: what do you want us to do? You didn't identify your bag. What the hell are we... <laughs> I guess you're right.
0: Or sometimes, you know, like if you ever see on suitcases, they'll have the um, the little window in the suitcase Yeah, you yeah. Can put it in. I mean, and that's something where it's like that's not going to be hard-pressed. Do to you lose. pack
3: your jewelry when you in, in your suitcase, your expensive stuff, when you travel? I have,
0: um depends on where I'm going if I don't want to like carry it through security or something like that um this last trip I didn't bring any jewelry this last trip I was just like forget it but this last trip I was careful I packed a carry-on bag that had like the kids swimsuits and stuff like that uh, with everything we were flying southwest I'm like if something happens and we get separated from our luggage at least the kids can swim
3: You know, like I had like safety. Yeah, and you should always do that when you're traveling like that. I always love when you
2: travel and you check bags, and then you get to your hotel and you open it, and nothing has been touched in your bag, but they still have that little sheet (laughs) that says TSA. We
3: looked. It's
2: like we checked this bag. It's
3: like you opened it, you stuck the piece of paper in there. That's it, because I should have been (laughs) frisked.
2: They're trying to make you think like, be careful. Don't think we don't look. I know.
3: I traveled with two bottles of tequila last, this past weekend just in case. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's nowhere to get it there and where I, where I stay uh, in Vegas. There's just no available liquor store to, to enjoy. I'll um, never do that again. I,
2: I was went to funeral a funeral in Chicago, and we were all staying at Airbnb. And as we were going to the apartment, I'm like, I should pick up some stuff. Guys are going to need stuff. So I grabbed a giant handle of, of Tito's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then nobody touched it. Why? It was We were in and out of Chicago for the Baroni funeral. So yeah, We were it. only there for two days. We went to bars. Nobody touched it. And me and Andy were the last guy to leave the Airbnb. And there's this untouched bottle of Tito's that I bought a whole full handle. Take it
3: home, yeah. I, yeah, you packed that to go.
2: I threw it in my bag.
3: Did yeah. anything happen to it?
2: Lid broke off. Oh, God. <gasps> that was my fear. No. My that bag was my fear. My bag was dripping with vodka. Oh, <laughs>
3: that's not a problem. <laughs>
2: That's funny. See,
3: that's what I was worried about as well. So on the it way, it wasn't back... a suitcase;
2: it was a soft bag, right? Oh, oh. Dude, so but I buried weird. in there amongst clothes, so that no. was my rookie move. I felt weird. I'm like, can I travel with a giant bottle of vodka? Yeah, Heck, yeah, you can. I just why um, not?
0: came it back with a bottle time. of wine. Yeah.
2: Saves time. That is a smart thing to do if you're traveling and you're going to a hotel room. You might not, you 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 might not have time to find booze. I know this sounds terrible, but
3: that's I do it every time, Jeff, because of that. I mean, why? Even mess with it. You can
2: pour a drink and take it down to the pool.
3: Well, this is my new hack, my new travel back hack, because I didn't drink all of that uh, tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I had bought like these, you ever see those, uh, I don't know if they're disposable, but they're like flasks. They're like, they're plastic. Yeah. They they expand and close, whatever the yep. case is. It's like I a had, wine
2: skin. Yes, uh-huh. I had
3: two of those in there. I'm like, oh, what I'll do is I'll just pour the leftover how sad is this? I'll empty the rest of the tequila into two of those things, shut it down and put it in the suitcase, and yeah, bam.
2: doesn't seem it. like you're partying right if you're bringing the booze back home.
3: I know. You yeah. overestimated
2: well, your party. <laughs> absolutely, I did. I was
3: like, I mean, I was looking at that bottle because tequila, tequila bottles don't have a cork. They don't have a screw on. Oh, yeah, it's they just got that cork, cork thing. Cork. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I getting this puppy home? How weird is that my husband was making fun (laughs) of me so bad yeah he's like um
0: he's like i want to be uh stuck with you if there's ever an end of world oh god yes Yes. because when we when we checked into our hotel it was like a resort Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things where i was like the first night when we checked in it was late and we went to the little kiosk a hundred dollars later the kids have like one bag of chip one that's cookie, you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, uh, I'm finding another place for us to get snacks.
3: That's what they get,
2: yeah. Right or if you Fable check into like the hotel late and the bar's closed. Oh, that's yes. a nightmare. That, that was oh, the thing. And so, me,
3: it's a nightmare.
0: <laughs> he bought a little bottle of J-Mo and got oh. me a bottle of wine and it was like a bagillion dollars. Sure. I'm like, not having to get away
2: So, Molly, well, you two will travel with booze?
0: No, I didn't travel with booze, but the next day I walked to, uh, I, I went to someplace, uh, a grocery store close by, and I was like, I'm getting a bottle of wine yeah, that is not a million dollars. Travel with it sounds
2: pathetic and trashy, but like, like girls that are doing like a girls weekend at a hotel. Pack yeah. in some booze.
3: Just pack it in. That's why you got a big suitcase, ladies. You can fit it in there
2: for sure. <laughs> Do we have a problem? think
3: <laughs> no, I think, I think if you're
0: packing booze to, to go where you no, need to go, <laughs> it's going to be smart. Taking it back
2: home.
3: Taking it back home was a, was a problem. I think that was a problem. But, uh, I didn't want to did. gift to Airbnb
2: um, a giant God, handle no. of Tito.
0: Oh, not how much those things are. New, are new, new. Nuts. <laughs>
1: Big Party
3: Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning
2: Show on Channel 941. I know Rexham's not here, but congratulations to your team, Rexham. Uh, Jefferson. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds and Rob um, McElhenney, yeah. and they bought a fifth-tier English football team, Wales. Yep. And they got them in their second uh, season of doing this reality show. They won on Saturday and they made it. They level up. You've been following it all along, too. Well, you know, it follows well, My sister does. Okay. All right. Jill got into it. I think it's so cool. Like, she's always will be we texting me anything that's going on. Um, it's been a cool story. I'm telling you, people should go, go back now and watch all the stuff. It's on Hulu. It was called um, Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. Yep. And basically, if you ever watch the show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Rob McElhaney, one of the, like, showrunners is from Wales. Mm-hmm. And he told Rob, like, hey, there's this soccer team and back home in Wales. That's in how that
3: came about. Okay. Yeah, he goes, All right. and
2: they're the, one of the oldest soccer teams in the world, and they're about ready to go bankrupt. And they might even fold the team. They're like, their stadium is literally the oldest soccer stadium on earth. Wow. He's like, there's so much cool history. So Rob went back to him and checked it out, and it reminded him the fan base of, like, growing up being a – um. In Philadelphia, being an Eagles fan. Blue collar. Mm -hmm. They live and die by the games. And he fell in love with it. And then he reached out to Ryan Reynolds. Like, they didn't know each other. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. They did this via text. I think it was a COVID thing. We're all bored looking for a project. Right. And so they go in and they buy the team. And this is fifth tier. All these guys in Wales are like, really Hollywood? Like, is this for real? And it's turned out to be this genuine story. Like, if you follow it, you'll be... It's so cool that they made it. I mean, you they're like one of the most famous soccer teams right now in the world.
3: Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy because now they get to move up. And I'm learning from you, of course. They move up to the next uh, level right of play. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. And the game is incredible. By the way.
2: So, like, by the way, they didn't just dominate this year. They squeaked out a victory against this other team. Um, so it'll be fun to watch. Like, you guys got to go. I'm telling you, if you watch that show, you'll love it. I think Husker fans would connect to it. Because you know how we get beat up all the time for believing in this football program? Yeah. Well, they're like that in Wales. So, like, you guys don't understand. We can't give up on this thing. Like, it's just a part of the society. Yeah. You know, where a lot of haters would be like, why do you guys care? You're the fifth tier of English soccer. Like, you're terrible. Like, they play against teams where guys don't even get paid.
3: That's nuts.
2: But it's a brutal league to get out of. Once you get down to the fifth tier, it's like dog-eat-dog. Every game is a battle. (laughs) So they had to, like, throw money at guys to come down a couple tiers.
3: Okay. Kind of reminds me of Ted Lasso type stuff, too. It's... a lot of ways, I've been saying
2: it's real life Ted Lasso. Yeah. Do you remember the guy Paul Mullen? Uh Uh-huh. They bring down Super Paul Mullen, and right as you're watching the reality show, he has a young boy, and his young boy doesn't speak, and he finds out that his boy has autism. Okay. I and mean, that was right in the middle of season one. Yeah. Paul Mullen came home to play for Wales so he could be closer to home. Like, it's all these great human stories. God, yeah. And then he's been the leading goal scorer. He's the superhero for Wrexham. It's awesome. I'm telling you guys, you got to get into it.
3: Yeah, I, I knew because I saw um, Waiting for uh, Welcome to, to Wrexham. Uh, but yeah, I didn't uh, realize that they. Uh... That that was the goal. Like I said, I'm
2: learning as I'm
3: learning as we go. I know
0: it's soccer's got so many different rules. We're like, wait, what's happening
2: now? Yeah, I know. That's what's I been know. fun is that Rob and Rob and um, Ryan Reynolds didn't know anything about soccer. Oh, they didn't either. Okay, so All they're right. like, this is so hard to watch. Like they don't get offsides. A lot of times, you know, a goal gets scored and then the flag's up. That was offsides. And uh-huh. They're still celebrating. Okay, they're the only guys in the arena high-fiving <laughs> each other because they just scored and everyone's like, no, no that's, that's not as
3: well, yeah, so check it out. So the season's up. That's it. And then I'm guessing the next season of... Uh, well, oh, the cameras were there. Every time they know. show
2: that skybox with Rob and Ryan, They're there's crying. like two film cameras right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he I'm had Blake for Lively bands. on um, FaceTime. Pretty Aww. Cool.
3: All right, 938-9400. That's it. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel
1: one. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on channel
3: 94.1. That right there is some vegetable cut music. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, That's what you like. That's what you like. Tomorrow morning, 27, 8, we got your tickets to uh, Ed Sheeran, all right? It's at the KC Show in Arrowhead Stadium. So congratulations dawn today. She won. She was very pleasant to speak oh, with.
2: Oh, it was a dawn. It was a very dawn dawn. Today. Yeah, yeah. What a great way to start so. the week. I hear ya.
0: Happy, happy, happy.
2: Do it again uh, tomorrow. Well. I'm going to be out at uh, Runs tomorrow. If uh, people are looking to get out and grab lunch or something, uh, Runs tomorrow donates at any Runs location. Ten percent of all their sales uh, to Youth Hunger in the area. It's their Feed the Need. They do it every year. It's a really cool charity. So we're going to be out at the you got 204th and Maple location Runza. Cool. But any Runza you go to, you'll go to Runza, get some fries. Uh,
3: yes, mm-hmm. I love their fries. Get a I burger. Love, love their Diet Cokes and their burgers and Runzas. It's all good. Because that Diet Coke will balance out. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the
0: salt and the sweet.
3: It You're does. welcome. <laughs> it balances out all the stuff I put in me. Go get
2: all lunch, right. dinner, second dinner.
3: There you go. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a safe day. Do you sound good?
2: The Big Party Show! The King Party Show! from 5
0: to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 94.1.